0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Everybody podcast here with my co-host and brother, Sweet T. What's up, man?
1: What's up? We're back at it.
0: We're back at it, dude. Busy
1: weekend. Busy weekend. Lots going on. Missed you at Sparring Saturday. Slacking off, dude. I
0: wasn't slacking. I had a calf injury later on in the week, and I do believe it was because I didn't drink enough water.
1: Water is key. Yeah.
0: Got to stay hydrated. You know, if, if it's not, if it's not, you know, Soda, sweet tea, or an energy drink—like I don't want it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: To be fair, you don't drink a whole lot of soda. I really definitely don't. not as much as as really everybody did back in the day. Yeah, but um,
0: I tore up the Mountain Dews so. though. Yeah, you did.
1: Yeah, we had so I, Mountain Dew caught the bad rap of the of the yellow forty mm-hmm. in it.
0: The bad, yeah. I mean, there was a lot. Like, I feel like everybody was was just kind of bullying Mountain Dew for Mountain some reason. Mountain Dew, I mean, like the worst for sure, the worst, like you know?
1: rats dissolved in it type of stuff
0: <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure yeah uh so it was bad that that you know I stopped and there was some uh, there were some other rumors going around if you drink Mountain Dew it makes make certain things smaller
1: yeah but I stopped. as soon as that was published <laughs> in a scientific document I don't think it was a scientific uh, document Mountain Dew team. got took it took a bad rap there Yeah, dude. We had, I, we I had stopped to quit in, the Mountain Dew
0: stopped instantly before it went into effect
1: yeah <laughs> So, uh, but you do drink a lot of energy drinks and oh, I don't I see to. you drinking a whole lot of water,
0: right? Like the energy drinks are definitely the top of the list because you know how my day is
1: top three energy drinks go.
0: Oh my gosh. Number one, I would say bang. Ooh. I love the bangs, man. Two, I would go with rains, like certain rains.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, the, gu- like the white gummy bear.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was just so good. Three. Mm-hmm. I've never been a monster guy for some reason. Never been a monster energy guy.
1: I, I got a weird take. You i used have, to not like monster yeah and then i really enjoyed monster yeah
0: i can tell because you like that you like the white ones what, what are those what, what's the difference between those and the other ones
1: uh less calories oh, just the less regular calories. monsters they have like 140 120 calories a can yeah and then like the white i forget what white lightning or whatever the heck it's called it's yeah. got like 10 calories
0: so so bang rain and then like the if it's not 300 yeah i don't want it you know, but yeah. it's not a. And my third, it would be the like the pineapple, the yellow, uh, Red Bulls, whatever, whatever flavor that is. Like a I never
1: off. drink Red Bulls. It, I've why, never why been that? into Red Bulls.
0: Really, it's like lower caffeine than any. Other I don't ones. want lower caffeine. I, I know. Get, yeah, I get around. Yeah, you got to have the higher. But I get into drinking it. Like it, it, it helps with my conscious knowing the fact that like all the stuff on the outside of rains, and on the can, it's got like. Vitamins and coke for your yeah. heart,
1: electrolytes, <laughs>
0: yeah. So it makes BCAAs it better. in my head. It makes it better to drink, yeah. It,
1: and like bang, know? they have like that, that crea, that cre crea pure creatine, <laughs> but it's like not real creatine <laughs> yeah, or it's, whatever. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like not pure, enough crea- to do, pure. <laughs>
0: it's just a powder we call cre- it's, it's yeah. like creatine. I don't know, but uh, that so yeah, I ended up hurting my my calf. So, my strength and conditioning coach told me to take it easy Saturday. So, because I know it's during strength and conditioning this coming week, we're going towards more of like explosive movements, things like that. So, he wants me to be nice and healed up.
1: Okay. Without giving too much away, so you guys have like plans? I know, I know Coach Josh, awesome, awesome coach. He's been the SNC uh, coach here for years now. Yeah. He's awesome. Um, do you, do you have like, what are your goals right now? Like when you, when you're 39 years old and you are what some would say towards the latter part of your career, what's the main goal when you're doing strength conditioning? Cause obviously you're not going to be able to put on muscle and you know, still be able to maintain your weight. Like if you were younger, right. Right. So is it more about pure explosiveness? Is it more about endurance? Is it more about like, are you just doing like physical therapy stuff because you don't want to break a hip?
0: It's funny that you
1: say that because we
0: do all of that. We have certain weeks that we go throughout the, a month or f- several months, right? We'll go three weeks of kind of bulking a little bit, putting on muscle. I can tell. Can you tell? Mm-hmm. And then we'll go through a week of <clears throat> when we're just building like explosiveness And then we'll go through a week of where it's more like cardio based. So we kind of trim back down. Whenever I lift heavy, I don't know what it is, but I get so flipping hungry. I eat anything. Everything. It's
1: exactly what it is. When you lift weights, it's like the thing. Like when you lift weights, not only do you burn a ton of calories while lifting weights, but because of all of the stuff that your body is doing, like physiologically. Yeah. You continue to burn calories throughout the entire day. So hungry. So, so you I just, gain weight. And and it's a natural response. You burn all those calories. You tear up those muscles. What do you need in order to be able to heal? You That's need right. nutrition. Yeah. So your body's like, all right.
0: So we got that. And it's funny because, you know, we, we, we go through where I bulk up. I get a little heavy. And this is the heaviest I've been in a while. I'm, I, I'm right at 200 pounds the other day. And I think I've come down the next two it's, it, Me being 39, I have a really high metabolism. So it really depends on what your your body is like. Everybody's body is different, but for me, I've really never had to watch what I ate. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny; I can be two hundred today, and in two days, be it like you know, lost eight, five, eight, nine pounds. Mm-hmm. It's wild. So right now, it's just kind of
1: imagine what how much you could lose if you actually drank water.
0: If I just drink water, I know. No, no, I mean
1: like if you just drink water. If you just like drink general water, general period. Like if you just. Drink more water. Yeah, you would lose more weight. I think so. So, so I to I gotta drink start more water. More, yeah,
0: stay hydrated. Help flush a lot of those stuff out. But like you said, kind of um, talking about what you were talking about, we do all that. So cool. we work on strength, explosiveness, and at, after every training session, we'll do uh, some physical therapy work: Got ankles, to. knees. Uh, but all in all, just staying healthy.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have any like? Um, do you have any like? Uh, I don't want to say, like, weak areas, but are there any areas where you're like, dude, I want to do these more or I need to do these more? Like, because with you, it's like you don't train like a normal fighter because you do different things in the cage. Right. So, like, for example, when Gilbert Burns went to fight you, they showed him videos. They showed him doing videos, and he still does it like this where he's just, like, is squeezing stuff and, like, yeah. holding stuff. Just and holding. <laughs> he was really good at that. He was really good at that. But obviously, that's not how you fight. So... You know, whenever Josh first came on the scene, was he having to, like, kind of figure you out? Or 100%. Was it?
0: Yeah, we did, like, a. we had this one, my first training session with him, and it was more of, like, a, all right, overall assessment
1: mm-hmm.
0: on where my strengths are, where my weaknesses are. Um, and he can tell. He can sit there and look at my body. And he can tell my right hip isn't as strong as my left. Uh, maybe it's because even though my left knee, I had all the surgeries, but I compensated right um maybe it's also because my my left side is stronger than my right even though my I, my my right kicking leg is stronger more powerful but my left is more stable so my balance is better on that side than my right so there's it's a lot going involved works, i know man. there's a lot involved in that and what you can make stronger you know obviously number 1 work was my hamstrings i had zero hamstrings i was all quad and i think that's had a lot to do with my injuries, injuring my knees, because everything wasn't, you know, equal, you mm-hmm. know?
1: Because it was sort of the conditioning when you were f- kickboxing was not even like a thing. I, yeah, I didn't even do it. It was like a hobby. Yeah. It wasn't even like...
0: Hey, let's go put, let's go, yeah, let's go work let's, out. Let's
1: train for our sport. Yeah. You know, it was like, nah. And now it's like, so
0: down to a science. I feel like Dolph Lundgren, whenever he getting ready for rock, he just like, you have this guy studying, he's got a clipboard, he's like, watching
1: <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. you make, you know? So, and then they, they actually have full institutes for that now like the UFC PI that's and crazy. Stuff like that. Yeah, I love it. But um, yeah,
0: that's that's kind of like what's going on right now. Right now staying healthy and um, when it comes to my strength and conditioning, just just trying to get stronger, keep the weight low, getting stronger, keep the weight low, but obviously keeping the speed up. That's hard. You know, like what they say at 30 or 35, like your speed drops every year or something like that. Mm-hmm. After sp-
1: 35, pretty, it's pretty much just downhill. Well, I feel, Naturally, I feel like... Naturally, physiologically, I yeah, yeah. like yeah. using that word. You have to like... Well, that's why people, after 35, they start supplementing with different hormone therapies yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Obviously, you can't do that, but... No. I
0: feel good. If I... If, if I didn't have to deal with the knee injuries and the knee problems from time to time. There's a lot of things I can't do because my knee hurts today or it hurts for the next few days. And I'll do one thing in sparring and then you know my right knee, or it really goes back and forth with my knees. So I can't run today cause I use like swollen today for some reason. Mm-hmm. And when things swell up, the muscles don't act act right. You know, they don't fire right. So you're in potential of injuring yourself even more. Yep. If I had my knees, that I have when I was freaking before my before my my first major knee injury,
1: bro. No, you, you only had one major knee major. injury, right? But you yeah. you uh, so that was your left knee.
0: Yeah, I've had I've had four on surgeries on my left, yeah. and I've had two meniscus on my right.
1: Okay, so your Surgery's. your meniscus is your right. You didn't have like any ligament damage on your right, no. did you?
0: Nothing on my right. So, yeah, I mean, even even so like in doing a a round off, right, that explosiveness when you're when you're hitting the floor round
1: off is it's like a a super aggressive cartwheel.
0: Right. And when your feet hit the floor, it's like an instant explosion up. Right. You try and get it as high as you can. I can't do those anymore.
1: It's crazy because we used to flip all the time. All the time. Used to be an animal flipper. This dude was we used to go to. A hobby recreational gymnastics gym, right? That was called Fun Gym. Every and it Friday, was like every Friday, you would go there and hang out. It was just like literally, they just you signed a waiver, you paid three bucks or something like that. Uh, it wasn't that cheap, but you paid a few bucks for however many hours you economics. wanted to. Yeah, that's what <laughs> uh, To just use their stuff, do their springboards, their trampolines, stuff like that. No training, no cheerleading experience, no gymnastics experience. He's out there hitting double backs, double fools. You would do double fools, um, man. Uh, Arabian backs, which yeah. is like a like a, you start forwards, you do a half of spin, and then you do a backflip out of that. It's just nuts. We would just do the craziest we would, stuff. We'd go there like every weekend. Yeah, it was, was, it was back fun. before We would do, we would do really double exploded. backs,
0: double on the tramp too. We would do the misty backs on the on the like the, the trampoline. We were nuts, man and then
1: you'd have they'd be like asking, like, hey you want to be a part of our cheer team we're like no we don't cheerlead <laughs> i remember we you beat i up know i remember tony no, being out
0: kidding. there like there was a bunch of cheerleaders his age out there and tony's out there flipping and flopping and to get Flop- the girl said flipping, flopping <laughs> you were you were you were you were probably just as good or better than i was definitely and to get all the girls to look at him, Tony would just cough really loud. Or she'd be like, just to get everybody to turn towards him. So before he does his tumble pass, I yeah. would just crack oh, up, <laughs> dude. Oh, it was funny. Oh, man. Those were the days. Were High the school days. days.
1: Oh, man. But, yeah.
0: So it's it's my knees. That's, I, I feel that's holding me back. If Now, is
1: that physical or is that a mental thing? Or, or is
0: it? I think it might be a combination of both because once my knees do hurt a little bit, I know for when when they start to swell the muscles don't fire right so mentally I'm like I shouldn't do that mm-hmm. which now I think it's it's taught me to be more wise I guess with my actions because before I would just do anything and everything anything I would do anything I'm cutting flips off of the old karate school Remember dude that?
1: he jumped off of a building onto a sand pit barefooted onto concrete there was no <laughs> no it was just like one night they were doing work on the side of our. Essentially, it was a two-story building. Yeah. So it was a probably 20, 20, 20 or so feet up. Yeah. Yeah. And Nothing it, but it concrete. Just, just, I remember lot. being younger, so it just seems like it was a hundred mm-hmm. stories high when you're little. You know, everything is just massive. And they were doing work out there, doing construction work, and they just had this huge pile of sand. Now I say huge, but it really wasn't that big. It wasn't yeah. big enough to where you should be jumping off the building. It <laughs> substantially decreased the height of the building or anything. But he's like, dude, I'm gonna jump off the building onto the sand pit. And I'm pretty sure you did it <laughs> twice. I know that that was my head. Like I saw
0: it. and I had what I wanted to do off. Uh, what I wanted to do, and I would just do it. Not, no questions asked. I literally felt like I could do anything, mm-hmm. anything. And I was probably I was mid or early mid twenties at the time. No, when did you get hurt? Two th- yeah, 2005, 2006. not you like 24, 25 when you got yeah, hurt? Yeah, I think so. So early 20s.
1: So you, you were like 18, 19. I mean, we
0: were running up walls, doing backflips. I was, I was going from like, we were up on top of the building, jumping from one building to the next. We were just doing stupid stuff.
1: That's what you did when you didn't have technology. You yeah. figured out what to do, and you jumped off buildings on the <laughs> sand pits. Off of two-story houses with, onto the ground. With, literally, it was a sand pit in the middle of a parking lot. So there wasn't like extra grass that he could, you know, have an extra padding. Engine. It was sand to asphalt. And <laughs> he's jumping off of this building onto this sand pit. But injuries, man. It's just yeah. I was thinking when you were talking about it, you know, how we live life and different things that we do uh create different deficiencies in different areas. Like you literally have to start as an infant knowing, you know, like building everything up together if you want to be as efficient as possible when you yeah. get older. Because yeah. once you get older, you're, you're basically just correcting a whole bunch of stuff that took place before you even realized what was going on. Yeah. Right? Like, your left knee is stronger, and your right hip is stronger, or, and it th- creates all of these different.
0: But I think, you know, us growing up in the martial arts and us being as crazy as we were flipping and flopping, we were. 100%. We were just like, that was, uh, was probably my peak,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: think. Just overall physical self, because I mean, we could jump, but we could dive over a. This dude, what? A, we would play this game called Loser Pit, and we still do it in karate. Yeah. And we had one of our karate parents took these PVC pipes and made like a field goal type deal with it. We had a crash pad, and we had like almost like there it was, was a,
1: such a it was such a, a a hit with us and our students that we had parents create invent contraptions specifically for this for this game. game, and it's the opposite of limbo instead yep. of going
0: underneath you had to jump over top of this thing and i could literally run and just jump over somebody who was like i mean just with my feet remember that we were just jumping over i don't know 5 5'10 maybe six feet six foot yeah and landing jumping off of my feet over it, and landing on my feet that's how high we i could jump and then we had it where you you can move the bar up even higher and i think the highest we got over we were we were doing round-offs, exploding like we would do a backflip, diving over the bar at 7, I think it was like six, four, six five. Yeah, it was like six four. Flipping, and then landing on our feet.
1: Just because that's what you did. We would go to the karate school. Just to play that game. Just to play the game. Just us. On the weekends, we would always go see a movie yep. every weekend. And then afterwards, we'd go back to the karate school and play like fire. Play or some games with our buds, man. Wall ball. The original or, Shinru clan, dude. Yeah. That's just what you did whenever you were younger. And as a martial artist, we literally lived in the dojo forever. Yeah. The, so Always.
0: that was, it's funny how that, and now I look back, like I'm, now I realize what other people are like, man, I wish I could go back and do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything, everything, everything else on my body feels, feels fine. It's yeah. just my knees. So if I like I had those knees back, I'll be good. So now I just got to watch, make sure my knees are fine. You know, go through a good camp, sparring with good people um, and not people that will potentially or accidentally hurt you. Accidents happen all the time, but you can limit that by sparring with good people, good partners. Yeah. So, you know, I'll constantly thinking about that. Yeah. So staying healthy, man. Staying healthy. I'm 39, but I feel, I feel fine. Physically, I feel fine.
1: Um, So, yeah. Speaking of 39. What, Sweet T? Um, what you got? What you got? Leoto Machida, man. Oh, man. Bellator. This is he 39? Weekend. I don't know. I'm no, like he's got to be. He's 40. He's 43. I'm pretty sure. What? That was like super specific. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know why, but I... He is 43 years oh, old. I
0: don't know that. I don't know.
1: Man. Gets. Bellator. Which Bellator is this, by the way? Um, Bellator, London.
0: Not sure. There were two fights on that card that I was most interested in, and that was the Leoto Machida, right? Yeah. Which we can talk about that. He fought... Leon Edwards' little big brother, similar to us. Is brother, that his little dude. brother? Yeah, he's a, he's a Edwards.
1: I know he's an Edwards, but is it I his think little brother? I think it's younger his younger brother. brother. Um, I
0: believe it's his younger brother. And he knocked out Leo Ch- Machida. Which round? Which
1: round was that? Um, It was the first round. Yeah, three elbow, man. Tw- now, now granted, him. I don't know what he looked like prior to that, but... uh. It was a clean elbow out of the break Yeah, it took him out. When you're 43 years old, I mean, I'm looking at his record right now.
0: But if you look oh. at Leo Machida, he looks like a guy who ages very <laughs> well. You know what I mean? Yeah. He ages very well. He doesn't look that old. He looked great well, out there. Yeah,
1: that's like that, um, you know, a, a lot of the Brazilians yeah. who, are lo- who are older. Japanese. Yeah. He's, got, he's, he's that he's,
0: Japanese-Brazilian mix, you know. So
1: he's, you know, um, a lot of the Brazilians are older. They look younger, like Gleason T-Bow. Yeah. Or, uh, no, no, was it T-Bow? No, no, not T-Bow. Who just fought in the last car that we watched? He's been fighting for forever. Oh, um, He fought at 170. Oh, you're talking about uh, Sergio?
0: Is it Sergio, the Brazilian guy? No.
1: I was, he was I, older. Francisco was, Trinaldo. Yeah, yeah, Trinaldo, that's right. Trinaldo. 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 I always get t and Trinaldo mixed up. You know, they 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 keep that young look. But... um. Yeah, he's forty three years old. He's lost his last four fights. Dang. Split decision, split decision. He lost split decision to Gegard. Yeah. Split decision to Phil. Phil Davis.
0: I mean, these guys are, are the decision you
1: know, to, to Ryan Bader. Younger and they're
0: top of their game right now.
1: So it's not like he's getting destroyed out there. He got right. caught with a clean elbow on the break. He got hurt. Got staggered.
0: And yeah, man. Uh what is what is uh Edwards' record? How um, many times did he fought for Bellator?
1: A couple of times.
0: Yeah. Oh, More you know than... who also won?
1: Who? Oh yeah. Um, not not the Cryner. No, but his yeah. brother. Um Oliver. Oliver. Camp. That was he a, did. Sick submission. a crazy buggy choke submission. Yeah,
0: buggy choke submission. That was awesome. Good for him, dude.
1: He's ten and two. He's ten and two. He fights at one eighty five. Yeah. Who does? Oh wow. He, he was actually on a little bit of a losing streak until he beat. I okay. mean, he, he wasn't on a losing streak. He so it was 185, not 205. To, um, that fight was at, I think it was at 185. Okay. So,
0: yeah, I'm man. Sure. Leo Machida got stopped. And then the other fight that I was really looking at, obviously. Um, MVP? No. No. Um, cr- Oliver, Oliver, he did good. Yeah, I was that was that. A, that was a
1: battle. That was good until though. he locked in that sick choke. Yeah,
0: it's funny how his, how his legs ended up. He still got a choke off of that. Like yeah. there's there's literally a submission for every position you can be in, you could possibly mm-hmm. think about. Mm-hmm. It was wild, but it was it was cool the how he just locked that in. In, you don't see that you don't see that happen very often. No, I
1: think they said it was the first one in Bellator history really? or something like that. You
0: got to get a bonus for that. I don't think Bellator even does bonuses, but <laughs> I don't know. And then obviously the um, MVP, MVP fight. MB, MVP fight. I felt I felt for him because I've been there. I know y'all can relate. We can relate. Um, in London too. So that's got to be a sucky place to lose in your
1: hometown. But and to lose like that.
0: Yeah. Just be just being wrestled, man. Just mm. just
1: being wrestled. I know. Now I know it's obviously not. It wasn't exciting. It wasn't the most eventful at all. <laughs> but I mean, it's he won within the he rule won. set. Yeah, just like it is what it just is. Just like right? me, man. Like, it wasn't exciting. But you can't he go. Won. Ch- you can't go changing. The only thing you could do to try and limit that would be to. I I feel like personally I feel like referees and. Especially as of like recently, like really like like real recent within the last five years, they've really gone wrestling heavy in terms of their judging. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like I've seen um you could be striking somebody and then get taken down one time and they're like All right. He got the takedown, win. Or you could be winning four minutes and they take you down for a minute and then oh, he got the win.
0: I mean, I look at I feel like damage is more important than control, right? So they look at that as control. But mm-hmm. you could be off of your back and throw elbows and punches, but you know, the other guy still gets the win because he took you down, even though he's taking the damage from you. That night. was
1: similar to what happened in the M V P fight. Yeah. He was doing elbows, he was doing damage from his back, but because he was on his back, it's like they don't count.
0: Yeah, I don't get that. We need to you know what I mean? go back and look at that rule set. You know the rule sets,
1: but who, who knows? knows what it is. Who knows? Bummed, but it's it's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have that you have that complaint or that issue, and you're seeing it a lot. I'm seeing a lot more with you, obviously. Um, just you know, recency bias, but uh, it's not a fun way. But hey, they win, and yep. it's allowed. So. I know. It.
0: So we gotta continue to grow and get better with what we do and Mm -hmm. prevent it, you know? Mm -hmm. So you had the Bellator fights, you had the UFC fights yesterday. There was a lot of fights yesterday. There was a lot of different types of fights. A lot of fights Saturday. I mean, you had Bellator, you had UFC, and you had karate combat. But getting into the UFC, Michael Johnson with a win, man. Mm -hmm. You got a win, let's go. Um, Great combination that he landed during that fight, ended up getting the KO, which was awesome. I don't remember, he was on a
1: losing streak, I think. Maybe something like that. Yeah, I haven't heard his name for a while. So
0: Michael Johnson got the W, um, and then there was there was a uh, serious injury. Yes, serious unfortunate injury. way
1: to end the main event. Um, a knee injury for yeah. Rakic.
0: He's gonna be out for a little while. ACL. Uh I hope it's just the ACL. Now he said uh, in one of his interviews that he had injured his, his what knee. Was the Instagram post Instagram that he injured it before he felt a little something in his knee before the fight, and that's similar to how I ended up injuring my. I was doing a flip at the mm. karate school, ended up hurting the inside of my knee, which is my MCL, and I didn't think anything of it, and it was probably torn. Went out there to fight, and that's what went first was my MCL, and then everything else.
1: I did not know that you had injured it before I did. that.
0: We were doing, I was doing side flips, not really an aerial, but you just, you uh, you do like a, like a, just a side flip, like a, mm. I don't know what it's you like would call it. like a cartwheel with no hands. Yeah, cartwheel, but it wasn't an aerial. It's like you land sideways too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I ended up um, injuring my knee. I felt a little twing. I remember that. It was like a week before the fight. We left, uh, didn't think anything of it. You know, because you know me being that young, I heal up in like I like I'm like Wolverine. You know, you heal mm-hmm. up in no time. But I uh, went out there and fought, and ended up my, the MCL. My knee went inward, so it was my MCL that went first, and then everything else went. So yeah, ended up injuring it before. Hopefully, and that's it's what just is ACL. Yeah, I hope so, because that's definitely a lot easier healing time than everything. Because mm-hmm. then you're looking at meniscus tears. And things like that. When uh, when all your CLs blow, mm-hmm. you know that moves that knee is moving around a whole lot, and things start grinding. And next thing you know, you got yeah. They took forty percent of my meniscus out whenever I first injured my knee, and they had to go back in and take some more out. So
1: dang, but I mean, I will say in his de- in, in not in his defense, but in his you know in his favor, knee surgeries have gone like yeah, they've just skyrocketed in terms of effectiveness. I know. Back when I played college football, if you tore your if you tore it toward if you tore your ACL, you were out a minimum an entire year before they God. even like let you set back on the field. Wow. But I was now a- they're tearing their ACLs and they're back before back in the there. season ends and moving
0: like it's nothing. Like I was out for three years yeah. and I was told I would never be able to fight again.
1: <laughs> and they're back in like and they're back in, s- man. you know, months. They're back out there. Yeah, of course it's like the NFL and. Big time sports people, but still, it's a bummer. It's always, it's it's the injuries where you get hurt. They're called non-contact injuries that are yeah. always the worst. I know. When when somebody's out there doing something, like in football, somebody was out there doing something, like a receiver was on a route or something, and they went to do something, and no one was around them for yards, and they just went down. It's like you immediately knew, like, dang, yep, it ain't good. <laughs> If something blew up yep instantly God. instantly um,
0: it's terrible man golly but you see it what's crazy about your knees is like they, they don't have anything the way God made you with your knees and your cartilage your meniscus there's nothing out there that even comes close to that support you know I mean there's nothing that they can put to replace that meniscus that's as good as your meniscus.
1: Yeah, like a like a you know? rubber band like, or like a I'm, bungee yeah. cord in there. I'm thinking like
0: dude, just put like a like a rubber
1: just like a like thick. a
0: thing. Yeah, rubber thing in there that, you know, there's nothing else that holds up as good as your meniscus. And it's like and you look at a meniscus it's like you know, yeah, it's like rubbery, yeah.
1: juicy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a basically the same consistency and nothing else that lasts as long. It's a nope. wild. Crazy man. So yeah, man. Ha- you know, hats off to Belohovic. Yep. Does he get the title shot immediately next? To share saying, you know, t- bring sh- it. He's saying bring it. He's he's fighting Yuri Prohaska, um, on the 11th. Oh June. yeah, Prohaska's
0: good, dude. Dude, he's a wild the power man. up of the fist.
1: Yeah, I honestly see Glover taking him down, controlling him. Yeah,
0: he's such a strong. He's a big dude. Tushara. You don't realize, yeah. I mean, the other guy's really got that tall. 40
1: years of jujitsu
0: strength. Oh, I know it, man. I feel like the older you get, the stronger you get. Mm-hmm. But he's, what, 43? He's yeah. 43? Dang, man. That's, I'm, I'm trying to get there. I want to be the oldest UFC fighter, CT. So, I know you I do. Know if but I can you got to win if you want to make it there. I know brother. it. I know you it. You got to get some Ws. I'm yeah. just being honest with you. I'm glad you're being honest with you. <laughs> I'm glad somebody is. You need it. But yeah,
1: <laughs> he's fighting Prohaska. You know. Prahaska when is that? It's wild. June, June 11th, I think. Okay. <laughs> He's fighting Prohaska. I think Prohaska susceptible to the takedown because he does like to do the crazy, flashy stuff. I think Tischer can be patient, and take him down, and if he takes you down, I don't think Prohaska is going to get back up. Yeah, Prohaska is exciting. He can catch you with anything, obviously. But Prohaska
0: too, he is a little. He gets a little wild. Yeah. And Glover, he's he's got pretty clean, pretty pretty good hands. He's got good boxing skills. Yep. So he could probably put him to sleep. So. So you know, you can go either way with him. I only see Prohaska knocking him out. And to yeah, win to like, Glover, he can knock him out or take him down. So yeah. he's got more tools in his arsenal to win. To share
1: was like, I win June 11th. You know, we'll fight again, me yeah. and you, brother. Let's do it, Blachowicz.
0: And then you had something that I've been a part of. You guys know out there uh, recently, season four of Karate Combat. They had their first event for season four this past Saturday, and let me tell you, man, it was awesome. They had some really cool stuff that I saw. Especially with the the ring style that they have, it's called the pit. The pit, mm-hmm. it's a little like inverted. You know, it's like a, mm-hmm. it's like in the ground, and some cool stuff like double legs running off of the slant wall and taking dudes down. Uh, good knockouts, spin kick knockouts. It was fun.
1: Biggest biggest noticeable differences between the striking of karate combat versus the striking of other sports? Do you, do you have any takeaways there?
0: Yeah, a lot of the guys in, in the, and in that strictly come from just a karate background. and don't have any full contact experience until they get to karate combat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're used to throwing one shots, not combinations. Yeah. You know, so they leave their cells open after that first shot land they're they're coming back to a good pose because you know a lot of the guys that they strike and they re chamber really far mm-hmm. and they're not thinking about following up afterwards um another thing they keep their chin up a lot mm-hmm. they're not kind of that boxing style head, in, in head
1: down regular karate rules it's not like you can but it's obviously not the goal to knock somebody out right it's the goal to just score on them yeah and and, and-
0: there there is a there is different styles of karate so let me let me get this straight not all karate is that way like kyokushin i mean they're throwing combinations their body their conditioning is there you know they're they're doing bare knuckle and bare feet there are no pads at all but then you have like the kumite Mm -hmm. or the american point fighting it's one shot right pop maybe maybe one or two pop pop. but so what i see in the full contact room when i saw in karate combat. One shot chamber. They're not following up. They're getting caught in between, you know, right after that first shot.
1: Or, or it's like one shot. Not really sure what to do next. Let me, let me grapple a little bit. Yeah. To look for let that me hold sweep on. Sweep or like that. Let me just go hold you. Let the referee break us up and then get that one shot again.
0: Yeah, and I also see between, and you can tell which guys have done full contact before, like kickboxing, Muay Thai, uh, or even some MMA. Mm-hmm. They're still karate black belts, like myself. They just know how to. They have, they have more of a grit to them, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: they have more of a,
1: I would say more, more of an understanding of how to get hit Yeah. and how to get hit hard. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you, if you're not used to getting hit hard, when you get hit hard, you're like, what What? the crap was that? I'm not used to this. Even though you're okay, you don't know that you don't realize that at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. So you like kind of panic and you kind of freak Duck out a your little head, bit or right? and it, do goofy stuff out there. Yeah. So I, 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 I've I seen,
0: I uh, saw a little bit of that, but also, you know, my man Ross Levine, mm-hmm. he was main event. He looked phenomenal. You know, he's got that glory kickboxing experience. He's got the, the karate, the point fighting, and he's able to combine that together. Mm-hmm. That's that's a scary dude.
1: Spe- yeah, especially when you're going into that strictly karate world. Right, right. Where people have only done karate. strictly karate. Yes, Point they have fighting. good striking. Yes, they have good movement, good, good timing, movement, good speed, good timing. But I think what he brings to the table that a lot of the other guys don't, and and is that experience. And and, and in their defense, there's been nothing like karate combat ever. No, in terms of full contact KOs, money. Yeah, you know, um, organized fighting for them. Um, so they, they haven't had, unless they wanted to transition out of karate and do, like, kickboxing or yep. something like that, there hasn't been a a platform like Karate Combat for them to get that experience. Yeah,
0: so you're seeing some of those guys who have never done that style, and you're seeing guys who have kind of moved over to that kickboxing, done a little bit of kickboxing there, and have that full-contact experience kind of combined. They're, 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 they're mixed. Like, I saw dudes out there with cauliflower. I was like, I know he didn't get that from just karate. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they do a lot of punch into the head without headgear on. Um, so you know It's a lot of ear punches. A lot of ear punches right there. Now I remember in the old school boxing back in the like early nineteen hundreds dudes had big cauliflower ear because they just got punched in the ear all the time. Yeah. You know, a lot of sparring. But so that was kinda like the difference that I saw between the two. So um, you know, maybe you know, these guys and you're only gonna see it get better. You're only gonna see it grow. So now that these guys have a place to go to make money, make a living they're going to really focus on that full contact and, and start, you know, tweaking things here and there. Um, so, but somebody who has that full contact experience and knows what it's like to get, you know, to, to get hit and get hit hard and how to continue forward, but combine that with the karate speed and timing, man, you you see, you got, you got, you, it's more, you're going to see more knockouts from it, mm-hmm. you know, with that, with all those combined. So it was, it was pretty fun, pretty interesting for sure.
1: That's one thing that, that's one of the the main criticisms that I have um, personally with a lot of karate out there. Mm-hmm. Like and this even, is before
0: Karate Combat, before we even looked into this. This has been a pet peeve of yours.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just that a lot of karate schools, especially here in America, I'm not super familiar with obviously European or... Japanese, yeah. Yeah, you know. any like type of schools out there, but... A lot of schools here, they don't emphasize the continuous sparring. They don't Uh -uh. emphasize the, you got this time limit fight, you know, work your in, you're going to get hit. You're going to hit the other person. I'm not going to stop it every single time. Um, Because obviously with our martial arts training and our whole style is geared towards legit self-defense. Like, Yeah. You know, in a combative situation, it's not going to be one punch, stop. Somebody going to be that referee. So we really emphasize the continuous sparring aspect here at our school. And I think that's kind of what helps our kiddos transition over into the kickboxing a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas going from strictly a point fighting realm to the kickboxing realm, or to the full contact realm, <coughs> or not even so much point fighters because we have some pretty sick point fighters yeah, who are do. transitioning to kickboxing and they are crushing and doing it. really well. Even like you know people like MVP and stuff like that. But the 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 karate schools that don't allow you to punch to the head, yeah, it doesn't make or, sense, right? Yeah, stuff like that. It's like you're you're setting. If you're only teaching your martial art for sport, then you know have at they're it. They're not going to be yeah, but. If you're teaching the martial arts for what it is supposed to be, and that's combat, um, you got to have that continuous right. sparring. And that's what—that's one of my
0: pet peeves too. Like you get these—you get these karate schools who only are for sport, and I don't like. And and they're—they're they're so hype about it, or they—they they think they think literally think in their mind that they can just—they're the man. Like they okay, you could be awesome at point fighting, but you know, and they start talking trash outside or, you know, you better, you better know how to f- actually fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get a lot of these guys who are just think there's the baddest deal on the planet at point fighting. And then they think that relates to all fighting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, like you have no idea. You don't even know what it feels like to get hit hard. So yeah. like be quiet. You yeah. know what I mean? So, and, and that's one of the things too, like, you know, it's become such a, such a, a such importance about just the sport, mm-hmm. it, uh, they they stray away from self-defense. From what
1: it was from intended, what it is, for. intended for. From what it intended for, right. Yeah.
0: And you're seeing that in other sports too. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, for instance. You get a lot of schools that just focus on just the sport, and in a real situation, you know, yeah, I'm not going to go out there and pull guard. Mm-hmm. You know, this dude may have a knife on him. You got to think about that kind of stuff too. So you got your schools that are strictly for self-defense and um, – you got some schools that are strictly for just the competition. And you got to find that. Guy. I for, for, for me, find a school that kind of does both. Mm-hmm. You know, like our competition is mostly jujitsu and kickboxing. Like mm-hmm. that's how that's our competition. Yeah. Not not just focused on point. At one time, it, at one time it was. Yeah. We had a we had a specific we had a, uh, specifically a point fighting team back in the '90s. But that was Cora. secondary. Right. It, it was, was secondary.
1: Like, we're here to learn the martial arts. First, mm-hmm. and if you want to compete, then you can come over here and, and train right. for that as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, uh, schools like that who don't really put their students in stressful situations or, you know, they, it kind of gives us a bad name because now you're a black belt and you can't take a punch mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it kind of gives us, Marsh, our karate guys, a bad name. But you didn't yep. see that this weekend, man. I, no, I, those guys out there in karate combat were crushing it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Crushing it.
1: And I think too, just to kind of retouch on the, the whole martial arts thing is, we have so many kids that come in for the discipline and the learning, the respect, learning the that a lot of those point or not I keep saying point, but sport karate schools like they the kids don't get that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and you see a lot of times.
0: In tournaments, yeah. You don't see the respect, the honor. You you see those guys. You see coaches out there trying to fight each other. Yeah. You see you and you know you and your opponent out there because you got a point or you lost trying to fight each other. Parents mm-hmm. fighting each other. It's like that's why one of the reasons why we kind of stepped back away from that uh, in the late early late nineties. We stepped back because it didn't it wasn't what martial arts was supposed to be about. Yeah. So that's so. how we kind of we we stepped back and kind of did our own thing.
1: And that's what's so great. About the martial arts, and that's what should be so great about the martial arts, and I highly recommend, you know, looking into martial arts and karate schools, and if you're in the area, come see us, Upstate yes. Karate. We'd love to have you, because what we emphasize here, again, is what the martial arts sh- should be about. Yes, it's self-defense, but it's also respect, honor, um, helping each other get better. Discipline. Discipline. Um, And and not discipline because, like, we're yelling at you. I mean, we do that if you're messing (laughs) around, obviously. But discipline because we require you to execute specific skills in a specific manner. And just by doing that and coaching that, you learn that discipline. Right. And hopefully, for me, at least it did, it carries into other things. 100% other life Uh,
0: kind of like the work ethic type deal
1: right teaches you yeah I literally got into one of the main points for me getting into college was my martial arts background because of those reasons he literally said like we know that because of your martial arts background that you are adaptable and we could put you anywhere and you'd you'd pick it up quick you have good hand speed obviously Um, we sent in and this is my mom's idea brilliant a uh, tape of my kickboxing fight Oh no way. With my highlight high school football tape.
0: What? Yeah,
1: so they got both. And as soon as I got out there, they're like, Hey yo, uh I, Coach Burnham. This is the kid that knocked that dude out. <laughs> and I was like fam before I even got to the team and there because they had like showed everybody on the yeah, team that out. tape. So, but yeah, they're were, they were like, to be honest, this this one of the main reasons we want you here.
0: So if you're out there listening, you got youngins. Get them, or even yourself, get into martial arts. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. Find a good school um, and uh, make sure it's, it's something that you're looking for. But go out there and have some fun because let me tell you, man, it's life-changing for sure on and, how and, you look
1: at things. And don't, don't get us wrong. We're not saying the sport aspect is bad, but it shouldn't be primary. Right. You should have a nice base of what it was actually intended for Oops. as well. You know what I mean? Because yes, sir. That stuff is good, too. Like I said, we got point fighters here who do an awesome and full contact. But they also understand how to fight, and they're training with Steven, and they're getting punched in the face, and they're <laughs> doing all that stuff as well. So,
0: Yeah, and they're still world-class point fighters. They still go all over the world, man. They got the Battle of Atlanta coming up, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm helping them get ready. They're, they're, they're piecing a me up. big help you are. No, dude. They're piecing me up. Anyway, Sweet T, thanks for hanging out with me, man.
1: Yes, sir. Squirrel. Snail. (laughs) Appreciate you guys. Love y'all. Again, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check us out. Like us. Thumbs up. Rate us. Five stars. 100%. Go get them. What's up? Hit them hard. Let us know. (laughs) Deuces.
0: Peace, y'all.